0: Guys, when I'm a girlfriend again, I'm gonna be a little freak. You should be. You should be. You're been self, Jordan. Yeah, life is too short not to be a freak. You know how you said that I've helped your sex lives? <laughs> yeah, I'm regretting I saying it. you.
1: <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> Thank you! <laughs> I like the environment of like being girl pod.
0: But thanks, Jordan. I yeah. Feel like you guys are you're making me to become this awesome, really cool girlfriend. Good. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mean Girl Pod. Today we are struggling, but we're in a new place. We're in my mom's apartment. This is my favorite place in New York City. You have spent the night here before when we got locked out of my apartment very early on in our friendship and we didn't know where to go, so we had to call my parents because your dad was staying here at the time, so they were in the bedroom. You were on the floor in a literal cocoon and I was on the couch. You're welcome for giving you the couch. I remember when when we slept here, I woke up in the morning and I looked over at you and you literally were like in a cocoon with the blanket covered over your head. And you told me because you were shivering. It was cold. Oh, it, was so it was like <laughs> freezing. I know. I felt bad. Um. Okay. So today we're in our fall clothes. Yeah, we are. Because it's football season. And you know what the official drink of football season is? Pink motherfucking Whitney. That's Woo! right. I was at a bar over the weekend and... They, they, he was pouring Pink Whitney shots. The bartender was. Oh my God. I would have freaked out. I have to tell you guys, it was one in New York City and I was, um, I was just sitting at the bar trying to order and all of a sudden I saw the bartender walk with Pink Whitney and then I was like, what is he doing with that? And I saw him pouring literal Pink Whitney shots and I was freaking out, but you guys weren't there to freak out with me. So I just freaked out in my head. Everyone's <laughs> like, why is this going to freak yeah. out Pink <laughs> I am like, that's, that's my drink. That's my drink. And everyone's like, I don't. I don't care. What's wrong with her? Yeah. The, so I think the I think the thing is because it used to be the official drink of summer. So the seasons are changing, but what's staying the same is our official drink, and it's Pink Whitney. So go to your local bar today and order shots of Pink Whitney. Yes, and it's shoot your shot fall now. So keep shooting that shot and keep telling us about it because that's personally my favorite DM. Is a shoot your shot DM. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they tell us? Yes. I was like, oh, there are some other ones that are good. <laughs> Other than the, yes, when they say what they've done. Because, yeah, we love um, making people be the best version of themselves. Yes. Okay. So before we started, Alana said that she had a question to ask us, and I'm a little nervous about it, so I want
1: her to ask us now.
0: Oh, I hate when somebody's like, hey, I need to talk to you. And you're like, what is it? I
1: know. I was I was going to text you guys last night because I just, like, was curious. But then I was like, oh, maybe I'll just ask them on the pod, like, randomly. Always. Save it for the pod, Alana. Yeah. Always say it for um, the pod. I wanted to know like oh god i know even it's like she can't ask cuz i'm like what could it it's, be it's like weird it's awkward to say i feel like i've never like asked my friends this before oh. Okay. But, well, oh can you squirt
0: oh no i've never well i don't think i ever have i don't know how have you your face looks like maybe yeah i thought of this topic the other like a few weeks ago uh-huh. and i was like <laughs> uh no <laughs> Wait. So, yes or no? No, so I can. Yes. You can? Well, I think so. I think so. I think so. Okay. Do you? Uh, okay. Please define squirting for me, please, because I do. I do this thing that I'll tell you about. I think squirting is when I think it, fully. Yeah. Huh? The, I mean, that so squirting is when you're having sex with a guy, or they're pleasuring you, and I think when you orgasm, you actually squirt the a liquid out. Some people say it's pee. Some people say it's not. But it's something squirting out of your vagina when you're coming. I
1: thought that was squirting. Yes. No, I thought squirting could happen when you weren't orgasming. I think. I think also when you're not. Sometimes. I don't know because I I don't really. It, to me,
0: okay, squirting to me is like a. Um, a legend. Like, what is, it? what is it? Like, Loch Ness Monster, what is that?
1: <laughs> ah, yeah, uh, like a myth. myth. Oh, no, but like, like boobgasm. It's but, a myth. But, but like, that's, that's real.
0: <laughs> what is it called, though, when people are like, like, Loch Ness Monsters, Bigfoot, they're um, urban, legend. urban legends? I feel like squirting is an urban legend. No, squirt. No, if that's the definition of squirting, squirting is the wrong term. Because it doesn't squirt out of you, it drips. It's a drip.
1: Okay, I so drip. I,
0: I'm aware of the drip. Wait, what? I'm
1: talking more about like a. No, 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 no,
0: no. What? Dripping? Like, what do you mean? You get so wet that you drip. Is not that normal? Oh, no, that's not what I'm talking. About. <laughs> Are we all back in high school right now <laughs> at a healthy class? Us? I did not cover this in high school or health class. That's why I don't know anything about sex. <laughs> all right, guys, today we're going to be learning about squirting and the drip. Your notebook. Not. Well, and then there's the queef, but we'll save that for later. Oh, I can queef. I can queef. Yeah, that's definitely. Mm, so okay. that's your Janelle. We have to. If you can, if somebody says they can't queef, they're lying. Okay, let's start with this let's start with the drip because that's a little bit. Palmer, what is the drip? The drip of the drop. So, so when you're having sex and you're like loving it, or you get so wet, or like you're so into it, I'll I'll start to just like drip.
1: What am I dripping?
0: What is that (laughs) liquid? What is that substance? Well, it's like I think it's the substance that. Like the natural lube, lube. Like, I don't know what the substance is, but like when you're wet, like it's just like. What is okay. that? It's like milky, kind of like. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> Isn't that what like. I actually am not sure what that is. It's it's happens. Like Isn't yes, it happens. discharge. Yes, it's discharge. I That's a term. I don't discharge. know if it's that though. Because it's like sexual. Yeah, but so, discharge can be too, because when you okay. ovulate, you discharge more. I don't know. I'm talking about like a turkey baser.
0: Eating. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> sorry, what? Like. I think I do know what you mean. Yeah. What, what do you mean, a turkey
1: baster? Like a lot coming out. Oh, that's what I think of as squirting Me too. Well, some people think squirting is pee. Yeah, and some apparently, like you can learn how to do it.
0: Yeah, that. yeah. No, no, it is. Yeah. It's definitely an art. No, you can, you can. If I push hard enough, I can squirt. We all can. If it's in there, but you have to have the substance in there.
1: What is it? What do you push. You push like you're peeing. It's not pee. Like, I wish one, one of you, you did. I was like almost certain that one of you could, and then you could explain it. But would you, do you push like you're peeing? I think so. That's what I've been told. I've never,
0: I don't, I've never whew, squirted like that. I think I okay. So so you know how you can get a yeast infection if you don't pee immediately after having sex? A UTI. A UTI. Yeah, correct. That yeah. I'm the, I'm that girl. When I have sex. <laughs> I immediately run to the bathroom no matter what because I am that Anon, like. Gotta go to the bathroom. I won't even. There's no words. Like you, you take care of whatever's on your stomach or wherever the cum ended up. I have to pee immediately, like, because I. That's where I think I can squirt though, because a lot of times I don't. So I pee before and after sex. Yes, always. Because there's not. There, there's no point in not. Because why would you voluntarily want a UTI? Some people say if you hold your pee, sex is better. No, I've absolutely. Heard that. I think that's no. what. No, no, I've heard. I've heard. No. No. I've heard that. I've heard that. No, like, it like makes your orgasm stronger. You no, know? I've heard that. No. Yes. Who told you that? I don't know. <laughs>
1: Someone on the bus. Oh, no, I'm dead
0: serious. They were like, "If you hold your pee, it like I think it's because there's so much tension down there. You're not holding it like you have to. You have a full water bottle, and you just like I kind of have to pee. But maybe I'll hold it until and after. Gonna get a UTI sitting here. I've never had a UTI. Well, that's when that. And if you have, yeah, you I, lucky. I think it's because uh, I think we've talked about this on the podcast. It's it's really based off of where you're. Like vagina and your butt, I think how close they are. No, I'm serious. Yeah, because if they're close together, the bacteria can go back and forth faster. Your doctor's never said that to you? Like it can be like how your vagina's positioned? I never had a UTI until I was diagnosed with something and then I had to take a lot of medication and then I got my first UTI. So that might make sense if the bacteria... Yeah, and then once you get one, you can get more. Oh, yeah, it's like a yeast infection. Once you get one, you're gonna get them all the time. Yeah, and it's awful. Also, antibiotics I think can cause you to get them. Right? Yeah, maybe that's what this was. It was like a, it was like an intense one. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, thank you. That's nice. No, my best friend gets (laughs) them all the time, and she's had them like that. And I feel so bad because they're so unbelievably painful. It like I couldn't move. I couldn't get out of bed. It was awful. (laughs) I had, Sorry. and then I started, and then I got, when I had my first UTI, I had my first, what's this called? Fever blister? Cold sore? Cold sore. Of course you did. When it rained, it poured. Oh, fucked up. Jesus, Alex. When I, so, so I'm afraid of getting a UTI, so I go to the bathroom immediately afterwards, and I, but I don't have to pee because I've already peed, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I peed before, and then let's say it's 15 minutes later, now I have to pee again. I do believe that's squirting in that moment, because you push so hard, because you make sure to get something out. Oh, yeah, and you kind of feel like a weird pulse. Correct. Wait. a little bit comes out, and you feel like. You feel like if you leave it in there, you're gonna get a UTI, so you just push it out with your abs. I think that's squirting. That, that happens to me all the time. I will like pee, and it's like it's like um, it even after like, I masturbate, it'll be like a little like it's like a little pressure relief, <laughs> and it's, it's like, like a little white, it's like a little glob. A little white? blob. Yes, yes yeah. that's squirting. I think in the toilet, I squirt in the toilet, squirt every day. No. I'm just <laughs> but no, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I think you could do that in bed, and I think some guys would find that attractive. I'm doing it for anti-UTI. <laughs> Alana's like, no! I fucking song. blob. I know exactly what you're talking about. You do? Yes, yes, we all do. I feel like girls are so afraid to talk about discharge, but it's like, girls, we all we all have the snail trail. We all discharge. I have a question for you. What? Of course <laughs> I do. Now it's an episode. <laughs> okay. right, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> so um did my part. You obviously drink and you you have sex when you're when you're drinking with Graham. Do you find it that it's harder for you to squirt or get wet when you're drinking? Because, like, that's why I don't think I ever really squirt because I always have drunk sex. And I, it's hard for me to get wet when I'm drinking. D- yes. So, I get, if I'm drunk or have even had, like, two glasses of wine and I have sex with Graham, it's so much worse than if I'm sober. Like, yes, I can't get wet. Because, like, one of my favorite, thi- like, when you're wet, you're, like, obviously loving it. Like, it's the natural sign of you loving sex. Yes. I can't do that. I can hardly orgasm. I'm way less into it. I'm dizzy. It's terrible. Okay, it's thank dizzy you. out of my mind. Cause I was just thinking about that. I'm like, I feel like guys probably it's like whiskey dick for guys. Like they're like, why isn't she getting wet? I'm like, I don't think guys realize when girls drink, it's a natural opposite of a lubricant. What is it? It would be like a dehumidifier. <laughs> <laughs> When you drink, it's a dehumidifier. No, but, like, it's really hard for you to get wet and freed to orgasm. Like, I can't do any of it. So, I'm like, either you're swabbing spit with me down there or we're not going to have a... Do you use lube? No, I usually just do spit. But, like, I would love lube. I just... I'm not in a relationship, so I don't have, like, that comfortable conversation with someone before you have sex. You know what I mean? Like, hey, pull out the lube. Okay, so... Okay, so you can lick your finger and put it down there and that, and then it can insert, like that's enough liquid to insert it? Um, it's not enough, but it like does the job for the time being. Does it hurt? Well, drunk sex usually does hurt because it's just like, I can't get wet when I'm drinking. Is raw dogging where you do none? Sorry, I don't know the term. <laughs> no, raw dogging is technically no condom. Yeah,
1: but no, it hurts. like this
0: urban dictionary like all <laughs> <know>. fucked up? <laughs> Ask Alec is just
1: off a little bit.
0: Alex was t- talking to some of our friends the other day and she, they brought up soft launch. And Alex, what did you think of so I was gone for this conversation. <laughs> I was busy. So I didn't look at any of these texts, but Alex, what did you think soft launch was? I thought soft launch meant farting in your hand because urban dictionary says that it does. So like, what else am I supposed to do besides urban dictionary and then believe what the, like, that's not my fault. <laughs> I love how naive you are about
1: things. (laughs) That's not
0: great. People are into weird stuff. I was like, okay. I mean, like, we're not sex-shaming. So, okay, guys. He's like, yeah, I wanted a soft launch. And you're like, you farted in your hand. (laughs) Why? Tell me more. (laughs) Oh, I love a good soft launch. I always think about that. Like, if I were to ever get a boyfriend, like, how I would announce it to the world. And I feel like you kind of have to do the soft launch. How would you, so what would you start doing? Like, the hand and the. Oh, I do that. Well, I do that with my brother all the time. I'll be like, hey, can you like put your hand here? He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I just have to quick take a picture. And I'll pretend like, so his hand will be on his glass and then mine and then people will think we're on. I don't do this anymore. I used to do it. Okay. I was about to roast you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, when I first moved to New York, I was hanging out with a few, I, like, I was hanging out with some guys yes. and they were all pissing me off. So when my brother came to visit. I remember like placing the glasses perfectly so I could see his hand and you could tell it was a guy and I would like take a picture so it looked like I was on a date with a guy and I would post it to my Instagram story to piss off other guys and that I was like I'm soft launching my brother right now to piss off other guys. Did it work? Um, I did have a few guys not like it was more so like it worked with my friends. he would be like who is that? <laughs> the guys are like I'm not talking to her she's got somebody and then I'm like it's my brother. And my, the, the guys I wanted to make jealous, um, it obviously didn't work because they're not in my life anymore. <laughs> but I don't do that anymore. That was when I was toxic before the podcast. This was like back in October.
1: A lot of times
0: you'll say that people think you have like a roster of guys, but we're like, that's not true. And you know it's Little things like the soft launch of your brother's hand <laughs> might make them. <laughs> okay. I feel like I, t- I sometimes talk a big game, but I never have a roster. I don't think I've ever had a roster in my entire life living in New York. When I see those guys, it was like the one time I had sex with a guy and I'm like, I'm obsessed with them. But now they won't talk to me. <laughs> have I told you I love you? <laughs> What's the fastest you've told a guy that you love them and then been like, I'm so sorry. I have to take that back. Never. Oh no! I've never told a guy I love them first.
1: No, uh, let it slip out oh. after you have sex with them. No, You're like I love you. No. <laughs> I, think I, lo- I
0: think I love you. I have like a p- actual problem that I'm working on where I cannot verbalize my emotions towards the male species. Where like that's why my five year relationship we got in a lot of fights because I couldn't tell him how I felt. I've never. It, it, someone would be like, my friends used to be like, I love you, and I'd be like. Bleh. I couldn't say back. Even to my friends, I I fixed that. But, like, it's an actual issue of mine. Do you say I love you to your parents? Yeah. Okay. Cause time. Sometimes if you don't say I love you to your parents, I think that, like, stems from it. But if you're, like, used to it, I it's funny. I don't know why. You've never told a guy I love you first? Well, I mean, like, after the fact. No, no, he's always said I love you first, and then you re- you reciprocate it. Yeah. You've never been like, hey, I love you first, that's, before he says that's it. That's correct. But I also, I mean, I've only said it to, like, a few guys, like four guys. Yeah, you know what I mean, right? And right. Here being like, I love you. And well, I only had like two, three relationships, two in high school. Yeah. So you're not throwing the L word around. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 no. If a guy never said to me, I would never say it to him. And you just like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the older I'm getting, like the, the L word, the L word is so intense. So you can't just throw that around. It mean it means so There's much. So much more now. Because, you know, like, if you ever think about all your exes, do you ever think, like, have I actually truly ever... I mean, it's different for you guys because you're in relationships, but before Mike and Graham, like, did you ever think, like, was I ever actually in love or did I just love them? Because you love a lot of people, but how many people have you actually been in love with? This is the... this That's the very basis of, like, why I think people should be so nice. Not so nice to their exes, but, like, you know how they say never regret something that once made you smile? Like, when I see my exes, I'm always like, you one time. No, at one point, they served really you. Sweet. That was, it was really sweet. nice. Yeah. Right? It's sweet. And you're like, Say that again. never regret something that once made you smile. That actually, like, warmed my heart up for a lot of people I dislike. Yeah, because you're like, you at one point, you were a lot to me. Yeah. And I liked you. And we had that. That's really sweet. Yeah, you probably had something in common with them. Yeah. And so it's like. I do think there's a space where it's, like, it's not healthy to talk to them. Like, I do. I, there's always that. Like, you, messed up stuff happens, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's that. But if it was just, like, we broke up and moved on and we're both, like, married now, like, you, at one point, were special. But, like, do you think, of, like, did you ever think about that, like, pre-gram or maybe, like, after you and Graham broke up the first time? Like, you're like, did I ever, how many times have I actually been in love? You know what I mean? Maybe not. No. Okay, so I said it to two people, two and a half people, but two. How or a half person it was like I never said it but like we, we both were both like mate like we were like tiptoeing around saying we never said it there was two people no one person that I said I love you too and I don't think because I think love takes time and it develops so it's like I think you could love that person and you're already throwing around the word but as time goes on you're like yes this is love okay now this is love and you like keep loving them and it gets stronger but at the point where I said it yeah I think I felt love towards them yeah do you think that Oh, I have definitely loved all of my exes, but I always, I try to really think about it and I'm like, was I ever, have I ever genuinely been in love? That's what I always think. I think about it a lot. Okay. I think immediately, I think if you don't know for sure, it's no. If it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Yeah. I think on that one, you know, like. Like I loved my boyfriend of five years like take I would take a bullet for that kid still to this day like he's like the nicest human being in the world but I always think about it I'm like I don't know if I if we were genuinely in love because it's like for me I kind of believe like I kind of believe there's like one person for everyone we've already had that conversation but I'm like if I was really in love with him I feel like I would still be with him I don't know maybe that's very narrow-minded but no I don't think it's narrow-minded I think it's I think that's like well, I think that's fine. Wait, yeah. say it again. Maybe you were in love, but you fell out of love with him. Well, I loved him. Like, I love him as a person, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I was in love with him. Like, I loved being around him, but, like, I don't know. I feel like being in love is just so different than loving someone. Like, you, I love you guys. I love my parents. I love my friends. But there's nobody I'm in love with. In love is very different, but it gets so much stronger over time, too. Yeah. Like, I think about it now. I'm like, I'm fully 100, just so in love with Graham, right? But then I think back now that we're talking about these exes and I'm like, okay, it was a totally, I'm okay saying, yeah, I think I did probably love him at the time because the love I'm talking about with Graham is like light years different. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't even compare the two, but could I say at the time I did, I love the kid probably. Can't eat, can't sleep, shoot for the stars. Is that what it is? Can't eat, can't sleep, shoot for the stars kind of love from Mary, Kane Ashley takes two.
1: Aww, oh, oh wow! That I actually cute. never watched those movies. So oh, you
0: you you two with the lack of movies. Oh, I only I have like brothers.
1: That. It was just me out there. So my mom never bought the movies, those kinds of movies. No,
0: in the in the in the movie, the one I think it was Mary Hitter, Ashley, whatever one was playing the role at the time. She was like asking, I think Diane or whatever, I'm probably getting these people's names wrong. How you know they're the one? And she's like, "It's the can't sleep, can't eat, shoot for the stars kind of love." And I was like, "Wow." That's really cute. That's probably the kind of love I felt with the first people. The can't eat, can't those are that sounds. That sounds like the can't eat, can't sleep. Shoot for the. I mean, that's like the butterfly-y... Is That bad love? No, it's, it's how it starts. So you felt that with the two people? Oh, I felt it with Graham at the beginning too. It oh. goes away. Like I can eat now. You know, like I. I was so confused. <laughs> I was like, "What? No, 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 no." No, I think. I think being able to talk about your exes in, like, a positive way is, like, so mature. Isn't it? So we were talking about this the other day. Isn't it crazy how, friends, too, you have these people who are such monumental figures in your life, and then one day they're just gone?
1: Yes. Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. And Yeah, like, like wonder they're here, and they've impacted you so much, and then one, you break up, and then one day or not the ambiguous loss that you speak of yeah and we never we never mourn those losses like we have to treat ambiguous losses as real losses but it's hard for us because like in our heads we know they're alive still right like an ambiguous loss is just you mourning the death of a live person mm-hmm. and that's so it's so crazy like like I'm a cold turkey person like I if when I break up with someone they're out of my life immediately when I end a friendship they're out of my life immediately I don't like dragging on mm-hmm. so, like I dated someone for 5 years we broke up never spoke to, spoke again like, one day they hear, the next day they're not. Like, a real death. Right. Right. Yeah. Also, like, if if, uh, if somebody, you know, like, has dementia or something, it's the same thing. But I think that would be a little easier because that would be, like, for a reason. Where you, if you do it with a relationship or, like, a person, it's just, like, differences. Yeah. And it's better to draw that hard line in the sand. I had, an, I had one. Because I didn't really know it, but I've heard you talk about it. So I was Googling it this morning. I was like, what is an ambiguous loss? And I've had one. And I think I've maybe told you this on here, but I read a book where I had to write that person a letter and like say all the things that I was grateful for them for and then say all the things that I was sorry for and all the things I forgave them for. And I have not thought about that person since then. Because you mourned the death. What? <laughs> what? What?
1: Nothing. No. No, no nothing. No! Hey, what? To- a lot No, of no wait. What? what? You this. You've been you can cut it out if you don't like it. No, I just got, like, a sexual text. I'm not going to read it out loud. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Mike.
0: There. Yeah. She does not have to read that text. loud. I love the, like,
1: midday sexy text. <laughs>
0: you guys, when I'm a girlfriend again, I'm going to be a little freak.
1: Nice. You should be. You should be. Be your freak
0: self, Jordan. Yeah, life is too short not to be a freak. You know how you said that I've helped your sex lives?
1: <laughs> yeah i'm regretting i would to say it. you <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> We're like the environment of like being girl pod but thanks I mean, jordan I mean, yeah like you guys are you're
0: making me to become this awesome really cool girlfriend
1: good it so, yeah. reminds me of john tucker must die like Why? when when like all the girls come together and they're like oh, yeah. giving pieces of themselves to like Yes. Each other.
0: Like, I feel like I'm going to be, like, a little freak, but really, like, I've always been, like, a great girlfriend, but I, I probably was, like, I haven't been a girlfriend in so many years. I was, I was, like, I feel like it was always kind of, like, boring, like, our sex life. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be, like, a good, freaky sex life. When we first started this. <laughs> girl. I'm, I'm, she's a real freaky girl. When we first started this podcast, <laughs> I, when I was having sex, I felt awkward, like, kind of, like, because I was, like, oh, my God, like, I think about, or I talk about it on this podcast, and we're, like, doing it, blah, blah. Then I got over that hump, and it was so fun. Yeah. Like, because talking about sex should be so normal with your friends. No, you guys, you have no idea. I cannot wait to have sober sex with a guy. Like, I'm just going to go balls to the walls. Because, like, drunk sex, I'm going to be honest, like, it's never going to be good. No, it's not. It's never going to be good. But when I have sober sex, I I mean, like, no alcohol in the system. It is not morning. It's past 3 p.m. No alcohol in the system. That's going to be a great fucking day. Yeah, it's going to be good. So excited. <laughs> For you, like, for when it happened. Yay! You know, I just have to figure that out. Um, but Alex, you were telling us yeah, about. Yeah, what you were you saying? Um, so you wrote a letter to someone to help maybe get over an ambiguous loss. Who was this person? Was this a boyfriend, a friend? It was a friend, and it's like when you asked me that, it spurs this thought in my head because if I. <laughs> I'm wearing a baggy cut off with no bra <laughs> she's almost nip slipped like 20 I was 20 bold times. yeah I just like was super bold super oh, oh. freaky the thing is she'll wear that to work <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, but since you're married you can get away with it yeah though. and everyone's like oh she's just wearing a shirt like, cute uh, yeah if you do it they're like whoa literally they're like oh my god but you do it because you're married they're like cute dress code violation from Jordan <laughs> <laughs> like nobody notices that I'm wearing anything um, okay when if I like lost a friend That died and you asked me who it was, I would be like, oh my gosh, they're my best friend and here's all the things. Like, I would tell you about it. When you asked me about the ambiguous loss, I'm like, it's uh, nothing to report. Like, it's gone. Was it a friend? It was a friend, yes. But I'm like, and that's it. Like, why would I waste my energy telling you? But do you think it's because you mourned it so properly? Like, you you seem like you got closure and you got everything figured out and you didn't leave anything left unsaid because you, even if you didn't send the letter, you wrote a letter. Like, I feel like you tied it up in a really nice bow and, like, put it away. That's true. Before the letter, okay, so I was reading this book, and it made it feel so normal. And it just was a chapter in there. Like, I wasn't searching for ambiguous loss info at all. And it was just in there. and It was like, you probably have a person in your life that you've cut out of your life, and maybe you feel some type of way about that. They probably do, too. Oh, in the letter, you wish them well. I like that. And that's what made it. And after that, seriously, I really took my time, and I wrote, like, a front-and-back-page letter. And I think the biggest part about it was like what I'm sorry for and what I forgive them for. Mm-hmm. And like since that day, I'm like, it's I've put it to rest. It's buried. Have you done that? Yeah. No, because I don't like to write. <laughs> you know that. That would be a pivotal <laughs> part. Actually,
1: though, I feel like <laughs> the detail is like ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: The paint writing. <laughs> right. No, no, I would never do that because I'm not writing. I oh. will say though. <laughs> Lately, I have been writing because we went to that wellness event. I had to write there. um, When it was the Lions portal, I wrote for that. For therapy, she makes me write. And it definitely does great things for me. I just don't like to do it. But I feel like I might have, when I was really mad at an ex, I might have written a letter and then ripped it up or like burned it or something. I think I did. Mm -hmm. I just, I try to forget that part of my life. There's like friend cheating yeah you know like the same feeling like, like feeling like betrayed kind of backstabbed like it's emotional like, cheat. Mm-hmm. yeah oh that you what you just said was good yeah like the betrayal
1: yeah like oh yeah for me that's like i'm never gonna talk to you again like yeah yeah
0: like do you guys think that it's yeah. worse if you were physically or emotionally cheated on by a uh, we'll go back to boyfriends or significant others for this one okay i thought about this all morning well, before we get into that juicy topic, let's get into an ad. Alex, please, because, you know, I hate reading it out loud. Doesn't read, doesn't write. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. <laughs> no, okay. I'm, I'm okay. uh, Leah Michelle can't read. But, yo, but you did yo, you can't were like, you on, your only young once is YOLO. And then I was like, that's yo-yo. And, and you I, <laughs> stopped me from tweeting it. I let you have that in the group text. I'm like, I'm going to let it slide. It's, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, it's who, not, but okay. Who were we? We're text- oh, you're texting Bella, Bella. the intern Bella. And then you tweeted it and I was like, now I have to tell her because everyone in the comments was like, Who's gonna tell her? And I'm like, I'll I, tell her. I literally was talking about YOLO. And then all of a sudden I was like, You're only young once I'm like, oh my god, that's the same acronym. And no one responded in the text. And then I tweeted. And I was like, Okay, that's yo-yo. And you're like, I'm dyslexic and I I wanted to be like L isn't it's not backwards. It's the letters aren't in there. That's why we love you. <laughs> I'm so smart, but sometimes I have my moments. That's right. That's better. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Would you rather be emotionally smart or book smart? Emotionally. Uh, An EQ is so much more important than an IQ in my book. You think so? One million percent. Mainly because I am not book smart, but I'm very street smart. Um, I feel like I personally think I have the EQ of a fucking doctor <laughs> but <laughs> my iq i have of a fourth grader like i can't even do six times
1: four <laughs> right you can't right
0: now you don't no. you don't know it but i can like i can like six times four no seriously 24 32 20 28 6 6, six times four. 4 8 12 24. 24 32 24 6 times 4 is 24 yes yes
1: girls <laughs> <laughs> but i can like i can like
0: Feel people's emotions, and I'm a very aware human being. And like I, like an emo on an emotional level, sometimes life is hard for me because it's like so heightened. So you'd rather have that than you would be like I'm book smart. I can recall a date. I'm a genius. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What About you, um, emotional. Do you know that? Sorry. Side 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 tangent. Um, I I think I read this somewhere, but my therapist said that like we all have, like the ability to be. Emotionally more intelligent, but the majority of the world chooses not to because it's easier to be unaware than aware. Have you ever experienced going deeper in your emotions? Wanting to murder yourself? Every day. Yeah. You've seen these every guy I've ever liked. Even like, even like challenging yourself though. Yeah. Like if somebody said to you, you want to do the greatest thing you've ever done. I'm like, (laughs) is this an ad? (laughs) I'm like, give See, it to me. Give it, it to it's me. To be. Ah, it's a therapy ad now. I look at <laughs> Uh-huh. 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 Wait, what? You have to finish. You have to tell me. Yeah, back. please. If somebody said to you, do you want to do the greatest thing you've ever done, but it's going to be hard as fuck, would you still do it? Yes. Yeah, same. I want big things out of life, but, but I'm, I'm emotionally aware. A lot of people, that's it's so scary. Like, Think about every time you've grown. It hurts so bad. That's true addicting once you start it yeah one I I know something must have opened up like all of us when we were very young to it because it like us three are very unique where there I mean I haven't met a lot of people in my life that have that you know what I mean right it was difficult to get there though very difficult so I'm wondering like what opened that early on I was, like, never satisfied with going. I was always afraid to go 100%, and I was, like, satisfied with 80 but it never felt good enough. Yeah. And so it was always, like, the pain of not doing it was way worse. Like, like having to live with knowing you wouldn't get uncomfortable was way worse than living with just, like, doing it. Yeah. I think mine stemmed from my, I, um, I, I always have this fear of dying with regret, mm-hmm. and I never wanted to live a life I regretted. And I was always afraid of death, so I am. So I was always worried that I was going to die one day and regret the life I lived. So that was, like, my goal. Never to, like, create a life I wasn't going to regret if I were to die the next day. Are you afraid of, like, death because, like, life is over? Or are you afraid of how you're going to die? Oh, sorry. Sorry.
1: Um, <laughs> the ad. <Okay. laughs> Please, I can't. I'm, <laughs> I'm just spiral. dead. I was just, like, edging for, like, five minutes.
0: Like, am going to spiral. the ad. Okay, the ad. Speaking of getting uncomfortable... I'm so excited because today we're sponsored by the, it's called Live Pure, and I trained with Rough and Rowdy for it, and that was a very uncomfortable time. I tried it yesterday. It was really good. Live Pure? Yeah. The orange drink thing. Did you, I think you had Hydrate. I had Hydrate, yeah. I do Energize before I work out. It's incredible. It has amino, amino acids, less sugar, less sodium. It's vegan, gluten-free, and it actually tastes good. You put yours in your water bottle, and you were like, whoa, this is good. It tasted like an orange dreamsicle. Yes. That's what that's what you said. Yeah. They're so good. So hydrate is for rapid hydration. Energy, it's the, I can't stress this enough about the energy one. It's jitter free. That's huge. Don't you love that? I hate when you take a pre-workout and it feels like you have a bunch of needles poking in you. Yes. And you're like, you need to go run to get it out of you. Like, I would literally go to the gym and be like. Like scraping my head because I hated that feeling. Yeah, this is like natural energy. It's beautiful. Recovery helps ease muscle soreness. That one, that I drank that all the time when I was training. They have whey protein and vegan protein. Oh, vegan protein, that's good. Um. Okay, so I have to say this too. Like the quality, having quality nutrient products was so crucial when I was training because if I would have something like bad, even like coffee while I was training or something, just did not feel right. Yeah. Um, I'm saying I'm a lot. Okay, so go to livepure.com and use code MEAN25 for 25% off your entire order, and I cannot tell you how worth it it is. Look at these damn discounts. I know, it's incredible, right? Yes, I'm a massive, like, supplement person, and I love these guys. Yeah, we're both, like, very active. Even if you're not active, like, the, the hydrate one is so good. Yeah. Like, a night after you had some Pink Whitney, let's take the hydrate to the wedding this weekend. Boy, that's genius. Yeah, that well. would be great. All right, Alex. So back to physical versus emotional cheating. I know you have been cheated on in your life, but kind of take that aside. Like, would you rather be physically or emotionally cheated on? Okay. Okay. This is I had to I had to remember the point that I thought of. At first, it's immediately emotional, right? Because you're like, I I would assume did everyone think immediately? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. you would rather be? I would rather No, that oh. emotionally cheating is worse. Yes. Okay, then I was talking to Graham about this this morning, and he's like, imagine you come to me, and you're like, I slept with another guy. He's like, we're getting divorced. It's over. But if you come to me, and you're like, I've been texting another guy. He's like, "That it's so funny, because at that point, I think we have a shot of getting through it. Wait. Hmm. Oh my God, that's so If valid. you're honest about it. Yes, if you're like, these are my text messages, this is what I've been doing, and, he, and then he'll say, have you kissed him, have you touched him, and you say no, he's like, I would think we could get through that. So... Wow, you just mind-blown me. <laughs> you mind-blown me. I blew you. <laughs> you blew me. Wow. <laughs> oh, I said a mind-orgasm. Wow. No, like, that's so true. I feel like emotional cheating hurts more, but it's easier to work through. Physical cheating hurts less, but, like, you can't work. You, if, yeah, if my significant other slept with someone, I'd be like, fuck off. I know, but then, okay, but what now? What about this, though? Okay. What if he's like, I twisted off. Like, you know what that means? Like, I just, like, got fucked up one night. I was in Vegas with the boys. I slept with a stripper. I felt nothing towards her. I've never spoken to her. Like, what do you think about that? I mean, that, as opposed to, like, I've been texting for five months this girl, and we text each other hi, every morning, and I say, I can't stop thinking about you. I mean, that would hurt. That would kill me. It would kill me. Yeah. Yeah. So, then I'm like, do destroy me.
1: That, that to me, I would hurt. Maybe it's like, how did you did you find out on your own, or did they tell you? Because I think that's the difference. That's a
0: good point. If they're telling, if they're telling me in any capacity, I've, we got a shot.
1: Yeah. If I so find if you out, find out which one is worse. The, the emotional, for sure. The thing though, too,
0: that would make I think would kind of like mind fuck me is like with the physical. I would be like, okay, well, why'd you do it? You're you're missing something, blah blah. blah. But with emotional, you'd be aware that you're missing something. Like I would know that. I would put some blame on myself. Like, you obviously are reaching out to this person because there's something in the relationship that I'm not giving you. But with physical, it's kind of blindsiding because I'm like, I had no idea that you, like, you cheat because you're missing something. Like, you don't, no one just cheats, I don't think, personally. Like, I feel like people cheat because they have a void or they're missing something or they're unhappy. Mm-hmm. So with me, I'd be like, why'd you do it? And they'd be like, I don't know. I'd be like, no, there is a reason why. I need to know why. Yes. And you know how we were just talking about how it's hard to grow, basically? I think it's equally, not equally, but I also think it's hard to say when times get tough or maybe you get a little unfulfilled in like your relationship or your marriage to be like, this is what love is. No one said love would be easy. So during these times, how can I fulfill myself instead of, instead of taking the easy route, which is like, oh, I'll just cheat or something like that. Being like, how do I say, no, I love this person. This is what love's about. And like digging a little deeper, I think it's harder at the moment, but better in the long run. Does that make sense? Yeah, like if Graham, when Graham cheated on you, would you, uh, would you have preferred that he had, like rather just had an emotional relationship with this girl versus just like a one-time kiss? No, I think, I actually think it was easier, I just chalked it up, I was like, dude, you're in, you're being like a complete fuckboy who just thinks they're invincible, not, you're not like having in-depth conversations with these people. That would have hurt. Also, wait. Also, one. This is kind of interesting. One thing Graham said to me. He was like, "I regret how." So some of his friends are starting to get married, and they'll like have these combos, and they'll talk about how they regret being such shitheads in high school or like even college and being mean to their girlfriends. Like, not mean to their girlfriends, but just kind of like they weren't the best boyfriend ever. And he was like, "I want to apologize to them," but he talked to his therapist about it, and his therapist was like, "Listen, apologizing now is kind of like inappropriate, but what you can do." is pay it forward now and, like, treat the girl you're with how you wish you would have always treated that person and, like, channel all that good energy to who you're with now. It's like you're sorry about that you, like, everybody had that phase. I don't think that there's anything that they should be sorry about because if they weren't shitheads, they wouldn't be the men they are today. That's a very good point. I I was treated very poorly when I was in high school, but I don't hate my high school boyfriend for that. I'm glad he did because now he's probably with a girl he's treating with respect. You know, that's a good point. Like, most guys were kind of, if they're not assholes, like, they're never going to learn. Never going to learn. And if they're really good then they kind of, like, have to get it out of their system at some point. And you don't want to be there for when that happens. I got to take one for the team. I mean, I'm sure the guy that I marry one day treated a girl like crap. And I'm going to thank her for being the the punching bag. Because I was the punching bag for somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there were times I wasn't the best either. Oh. And I'm like now i just get to be the now i just get to hold myself accountable for you forgot about us yeah we were, <laughs> we were kind of assholes too <laughs> i mean i there's i got the psycho girl out of my system early on did you oh yeah i was crazy back in the day yeah same i was like obsessive yeah okay. sorry <laughs> okay back to back to the emotional versus physical cheating i like that though that was a good, that was a good topic what do you what do you think is worse oh um i still th- i don't know I don't know if I'd rather be emotionally. I feel like it depends on the situation. Maybe if I was married, I'd rather have it be emotional. But in a, I thought we decided. I thought we discussed this. I thought if we were married, we could work through it if it was emotional. We could, but then, but then there was the other scenario. Listen, whichever one you picked, I was going to say really too. I don't know. I don't know. I've never. I've been. I've been emotionally cheated on before. I've never been physically cheated on, and. The emotional part was too hard for me. But we were only dating. We were in high school, too. So it was like I was, like, 15. What was he doing? Like, texting someone else? Yeah, he was, like, always texting another girl. And they never hung out, though. Like, they never, like, well, not that I know of. But it hurt. I was, like, you're texting another girl when I'm your girlfriend. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, that's hard. But I was also 15. Now, if someone did that to me, I'd be, like, goodbye. But then again, I also have an issue with I don't really want to give people second like I'm not somebody like if someone hurts me I'm very it's easy for me to write them off well yeah cheating is bad um yes, no, is. no matter what you do and that would be very hard to like come back from mm-hmm. but I think cheating selfish the most I just I don't understand if you want to break up with someone, just do it I don't think these people want to break up with the person that's what I mean that's why it's selfish so it's like Oh, you're just gonna keep them around, but then I'll... you can't have your cake and eat it too. They're trying to like fill a little, a little wild hair, I think that comes up, or a little wandering eye. You've heard of a wild hair? No. Wild hair? Wild hair?
1: That's like at a, a lot of money or a hair.
0: I, well, I actually don't know exactly what it means. A wild hair? You got? A, you ever get a wild hair? No. Like an errant hair? Like, like a, a random pubic hair? wild pubic hair? No <laughs> chin hair. I don't think. Maybe it's a chin hair. I don't. I think it just means you, you got a little like, you know, a guy's like, I got to go to Vegas. Like they kind of get a little, you know, some, sorry, this is just bringing up so many things like, no, you know what? What? Wild hairs are why I'm scared of commitment. Why? Because I'm afraid that if I get into a relationship, I'm going to want those wild hairs are going to pop up all the time. I
1: need to know if it's a hair or hair. Yeah. I don't know. That's true.
0: Hair or Hair. Hair, H-A-R-E or H-A-I-R. Oh. But you know what I mean? Like, that's why I I think I am afraid of commitment, though, because I'm afraid that those are going to pop up. Okay, I used to be like that. Then you met the right person and all went away? No, it was hard, though. It was very hard at the beginning. Like, so he obviously struggled with it and cheated on me. Yeah. He had those wild hairs and then, like, succumbed to them. He let them get the best of them. He had to learn the hard way. I would have them come up, too, and then I was like, okay, I can either work through this. Or, okay, you know how we had somebody text us the other day and they were like, my ex is flirting with other people. And I said, do you want her? Like, do you want her? Yes. Like, or are you just, are your ears perked up because other people are getting her? And he's like, I don't want her. Right? So it's like, you have to ask, do you, you want the person that you're with, right? Like, do you really want to go do all this stupid, wild stuff? Like, no, I always say structure's the foundation for spontaneity. It's like, you have to have the, like, the structure is being a good person, like, the structure is ignoring those wild hairs and then doing them, like, with that person. Like, you have to you have to re-channel the energy. Yeah, and I guess, too, hopefully when I get into a relationship, I'll like the person so much where I'll want to do those, like you said, those crazy things with them. I will say this, though, and it's probably, I'm not going to sit here and say, like, you don't ever have wild hairs at the beginning where you're like, oh, I could just go out and be crazy. You know, they they do pop up. Yeah. But the person's worth it enough to get through it. And then you realize, you know what you realize? It's so much better if the person's the right person. Being with them and being a good person feels so much better than doing the wild things. I love that because I think a lot of single people assume that they just need to get out of their system. But I don't think it ever actually leaves your system.
1: I feel like the wild hair, it's hair, by the way, as in head. Of hair, okay, okay. H A I R, yeah, H A I R. Like, you, if it keeps coming back, it's something deeper. Mm-hmm. Like with the same person. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: if it keeps coming you know, back, and there's some people like we can probably all think of our parents, friends, and there's some guys or some girls, and you're like, God, they've just like never gotten it together. Like mm-hmm. those relationships exist, and I can think of some. Yeah, and then it's like I think in people, some some people might. Be tormented or tortured with it worse, but I do think, I think when you're in college, when you're right out of college, like we all we all have those crazy thoughts and like everyone's still twisting off, and you're like, I want to be wild, blah everyone's blah. It's kind blah. of crazy, yeah. And then or and then twenties too. Yep, yeah. or at that <laughs> point too. There comes a time when people start to grow up. Like the saying, "Grow up, or life will pass you by." Like you start, you have to start like arriving to the party yeah. a bit, you know. And it does come with time. You're right. I agree with that completely. And you have to, you have to. Succumb to it sometimes For in the sure. early days. It's natural. Or you'll do it later. Yeah. You don't want that. You don't. Yeah. But I wasn't meaning like, by wild hair, I wasn't meaning like break up, go hook up with somebody. You meant like that itch to like go out and party really hard. Yes. But I guess it comes in different ways. Yeah. Graham's wild hair was obviously go make out with somebody.
1: Mm. <laughs> that was Yeah, his. my wild hair was like literally fall in love with a Coke dealer. So Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and sometimes <laughs> you have to do that to know that you don't want to do it anymore.
1: You gotta do it yeah. once. Yeah. And, and sometimes wild hairs prevent you from wanting to commit and
0: have a relationship. They do. Yeah. But we have to go through all of it. One of my friends was talking about like a, a hard time her sister was going through, and I was like, just you gotta just go. The only way out is through. Like you have to go through it. And you it's all about finding the right person to go through it with. Yes. One day it'll be worth it. You know. Wow. You guys always get me thinking. <laughs> Same. <laughs> well, on that note, should we end with our um we have a new little tip for men? Oh, yeah, Ooh. we were talking about this earlier. And girls, too. This works for girls, too. A little bit different rules, but but just as good, probably. Just as good. The way to get to a girl is how? Through her best friend. Yeah. So, but you have to be very, very strategic about it oh. because it, we never want, like, it works. It should be through your married best friend. <laughs> yes. And, and let me clarify this as well. Stop DMing me about Jordan. That's not what we're talking about. I, I was like, I can see the DMs are yeah, piling oh up. Oh my God, they're rolling like, in. Hey, Alex, how are you? And I'm like, uh uh-huh. can you say what that person said the other day though? They're like, well, to get to, can we say that? Like to get to Jordan, I would just talk to you. Oh yeah. I was, I was talking to a guy at work and he was using it for himself. But he's like, I mean, it's so obvious, Alex, if I wanted to hook up with Jordan, I would just like be your best friend. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, that is the obvious way to do it. But if you were single, it wouldn't work because we would just assume that he liked you and then that would be an issue. I feel like, though, if roles are reversed, if I'm trying to get, like, when I like a guy, I always become very close with their best guy friend because I feel like if your best guy friend likes a girl, you're you're all in. If the, yes. But I don't feel like that guy needs to be taken. It just needs, like, because with guys, no, like, if their guy friend likes a girl, like, that's. That's him. Like I, I know. I just assume that they know, mm-hmm. but I feel like for girls, like you just can't talk, go through the single friend. No, you, you can't, know, can't because no. then they'll think you like her. Yeah, yeah, it's just not an option. And then, the and then if there's two single friends, one of them will call dibs on you, and it's just like a whole mess. Yeah, but if one's married, absolutely approach her and make get her blessing. Yeah, and then she'll start talking you up, and then it's smooth sailing. And with the guys too, like if the if the guy friends like you, you have got it made because when times get tough, the guy friends aren't going against you. They're going for you. The biggest tip I can I can say is if you want an in with the guy you like, you got to find a way to hang out with him and his friends and show them a good time because if you show a guy you like and their friends a good time, it's game over. And then they then they know that then you know why that's game over because then they don't have to sacrifice guy time they can bring you to guy time. Exactly. And I feel like a lot of guys think girls are boring. But it's like, we're not. They think, I think they, yeah, I think, okay, or maybe they initially don't know and you have like one shot and then if you show them you're fun, they're like, holy shit, she's actually fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know it's the craziest thing. I have a personality. I know weird a girl can be fun. Crazy. But yeah, I, have, I guess like the, the biggest way through to either or, like a guy or girl, is through their friends' hearts. They're married. They're married or taken. Yeah. They're single. We have entered unchartered waters. But, but taken is iffy because like if a guy was doing that to Alana, it'd be kind of like, bro, she has a boyfriend. It'd be weird. But since you're married, it's different. Mm-hmm. It is different. And and I have a very large stance on having guy friends. Like um, back in the day, Graham used to, it used to bother him if I had guy friends, but that was because of his own insecurities. Now we're like way past that. And I'm like, please have girlfriends and I can have guy friends. Yeah. So I'm like, come one, come all. If like the day I start dating, if.
1: If you guys don't approve, like it's my God, that make me not like someone. Yeah, I mean like if if absolutely I, if I brought a guy home. <laughs> a guy,
0: you brought a guy home to my apartment. <laughs> I brought a guy home to Alex and Graham's and they and, no, like literally, if we like had a double date mm-hmm. and he left and you and Graham were like, We don't like him, I would never see him again. Wow. Like, I don't know. They're like your guys' opinions mean so much where and I know you guys are good eggs. So I'd be like, wow, if they don't like it, both, like, I like it'd be one thing if one was a little iffy and the other was like, I love him. But if you guys are both like Jordan, he's a bad seed. We're not a fan. I'd be like, done. Like, I remember one time you told me that you and Graham liked this guy that I thought was cute. And I was like, maybe like him a little more. Really? Yeah. It's almost more important. Maybe like the first friend double date than like your first dates. Yeah. Like your, your, fr- I don't know what married friends approvals are huge. And guy code. Like you bringing a guy to meet, to see how he does with another guy in like a dinner setting. Yeah. Very important. Like single friends love them, but their approval isn't as strong to me because like they're fucked up like me. They're, they're, we're still single, but like when you're married and you don't like a guy that your single friends dating, I feel like it's, it's not petty. Like it's truly like protective. That's so true. What do we have to lose? That's exactly. a good point. Cause sometimes single friends might be like, oh, I don't like him. Cause like deep down, I want you to be single with me. But like, what do you guys have to lose if right. I date a guy or not? Simply your
1: best interest in mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Alright, so get a married friend right now. <laughs> Text her. Okay, before we go, we have one more word from a sponsor, and that is Roman Swipes. Roman Swipes are convenient over the counter wipes that are clinically proven to help you last longer in bed, guys. They are uniquely formatted to reduce overstimulation without eliminating sensation altogether. To use, you just remove the disposable swipe from its discrete packaging wipe on the most sensitive parts of your penis (laughs) and allow to dry for about five minutes. In a 2019 study, they were proven to increase time to orgasm for men by four times. That's a game changer. That's huge. That's insane. Try swipes today with a special offer for just our listeners. Get 20% off your first order at barstool.link slash Roman mean girl. That's barstool.link slash Roman mean girl for 20% off your order for better lasting sex. I would say that's a no frickin' brainer. Okay. Let's get back into it.
0: Um, AB do what you do best. Um, like comment, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to the YouTube page. Watch our vlogs on Thursday. Oh, this this last week's vlog is going to be fun. Um, in the week coming up because we have had the wedding. Oh, we didn't even talk about, and we have new lips. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the lips are in the vlog. Wait,
1: show the lips, Lana.
0: You guys look so, so good. Thank
1: I was you. Legitimately rattled at first. I know you were. I are. love I it now. I, oh, love. I was shaking. I know. I felt like you're I like my baby.
0: Oh shit! Really? Yeah. It was like that.
1: I felt like I like fucked up.
0: Now I but can't. now I'm
1: so, like, I'm so, I
0: love it. You look great. Yeah, yeah I look can't look imagine too, you guys too. without them.
1: Me neither. <laughs> this girl did a very, va- like, a very job. Nurse Tara. Nurse, she's
0: Tara. She's fucking incredible. Like, I will go back. I, she's going to do my whole face. Be real? No kidding. Oh, jeez. I never got it. Almost like a joke. Are you sure?
1: You guys, I never got the be real. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> sorry jordan <laughs> what, what what yeah what I is be real different times late. no for some people i don't know some, maybe like you have bad wi-fi right now yeah like
0: mine didn't even take and i just took it um
1: okay, it's yeah it was awesome she was great and i definitely will be going back and maybe even getting more next time I love that. a little bit more go big Yay. or go home
0: happy monday have a great week we love you guys and we will see you next week